The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I wanted to get to this story, and it's a, it's a terrifying one out of Parkland County, where our next guest was returning home from a Father's Day lunch and found an unfamiliar vehicle in her driveway. What she assumed was an Amazon delivery turned into a horrific daytime robbery, and it was all captured on camera. Stephanie Fodchuk, who was held at gunpoint, joins us this afternoon. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hi there. All right. Can you take us through what happened on this awful, awful day? As I mentioned, you were coming home from a Father's Day lunch. You pulled into the driveway. What did you see? So I I, I pull up and there's a a black vehicle in my driveway. And I'm thinking, again, every day we have Amazon packages coming. Mm. So I didn't think anything of it at first. The higher I got into the driveway, then I realized there's, there's two people blatantly, even as I'm pulling in, trying to get into the garage. So, of course, I kind of, okay, whatever, we can deal with this, kind of hang out the window and, hey, you guys, you're on camera, like, and then I took a picture of their vehicle, and I didn't realize it. They were they were blowing their horn, and I couldn't figure out why, and so I'm calling the cops at this point, and I'm going to follow them out of the driveway, let the cops know where they're going, and, and just get them out of my area kind of thing i didn't even notice at this point that my truck had been stolen already so they had gone they had come gone come gone and then come back again i guess a couple of times two or three times so we get to the bottom of our hill or i get to the bottom of our hill and they turn left and right is the way out of my subdivision but when i turned left to follow them then all of a sudden i met with a guy pointing a gun in my face and he had come, according to the videos, which I still haven't watched, he had come behind the truck um, and ran down the hill to get into the vehicle with these guys. And so, oh my goodness. Yeah, so he, he stood there again. Um, memory is what it is. It, yeah. you, you sit there and it feels like an eternity. And then my, my police call turned into a 911 call. Uh, so I'm crouched down in my truck and I, I sent a text message to my family chat and so then of course my husband is in Grand Prairie and he's watching the whole thing unfold on camera sitting in Grand Prairie so much to so much to unpack uh, unpack there Stephanie I mean so yeah, right. Like so, they've they've stolen your truck. They've 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 come back and forth a couple of times. You're now hiding in your truck. Some guy is standing uh, over top with a, with a gun aimed at you. Right. When I mean how I, I can't even I, I can't even imagine that. It's just absolutely terrifying to to think about. And you're trying to call nine one one. Like what? Uh, can, can you take us into the emotions that you were feeling at that at that time? What were you it thinking? Was- I just, I, I don't even, like, I'm sitting here thinking this guy's going to shoot me in the head. So, of course, I'm ducked down, and I, I'm thinking to myself, like, why? Like, why today? Is this is this it? Is this it for me? And then I'm, it was just pure terror at that point. Before that, it was, like, anger. It was just, mm-hmm. you're, you're so mad somebody's come into your house, you're, and I'm thinking about my dogs inside, and I'm, I'm thinking I just want to get into my house and I want to be able to answer the phone because my husband's calling, my brother's calling, my dad is calling, everybody's calling, but I'm on the phone with 911, so I can't do anything. And then 
he gets into the vehicle and they go back into my driveway again and they stop at the top and he hangs out the window and points the gun at the driver's side of my truck and it was it was such an arrogant brazen crime like it was just there was he knew they were on camera they knew i had pictures they they did not care and then yeah i was gonna yeah so once the cops the cops arrived fairly quickly because before they had come to my house um i guess these people had pulled into one of my neighbor's homes and but quickly found out that the the husband was outside welding um so they they were drunk and they tried to turn around and they ended up leaving part of their bumper in his driveway first so the cops were already out there responding to a potential break and enter um so they were at my home quickly which was that was a good part of it um stephanie what did they get away with did they did they get away with your truck in the end yeah they they come they rode off my truck um and they took a bunch of keys from the garage they left some alcohol in the garage they i i don't know i never went in the garage my husband of course drove straight home from grand prairie and and they went in there and and did whatever they did but they they stole the truck they stole a bunch of keys i don't know if there was little things missing but it seemed like a very the, the intent was the truck i think yeah um, so, so Stephanie, had had you? I mean, you, how long have you been living um, at, at at this at this home for? Four years at this acreage. Had you been had you been concerned about safety beforehand? Had you had challenges out there? Had you had other incidents in the past? No, and and I've been on an acreage um, for the last twenty some years, and and my husband's been out of town, and I've never had a concern, like never never any fear at all i've always been out there by myself and i've always been very confident um and and possibly naively so but i've never had an issue so um your husband being able to watch this all go down because of the security system you have at your place i mean i can't even imagine he must have been losing his mind seeing all of this oh yeah like after after I was off the phone with 911 and in the house and, and the police had arrived and then I'm, I'm talking to him on the phone and, and he's telling us that there's more people um, because I didn't realize that there was four, possibly five they were thinking, but at the end I only saw three, but there was a woman standing in my window um, and she was taunting my dogs and, and doing whatever she was doing. I haven't watched any of the videos, so I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure how that part played out. I just know that, yeah, he was, he, he probably got home in record time from Grumper. Without a doubt. So um, since then, because this happened uh, Father's Day, it's been a few weeks. Has there been any other instances? Has there been any, you know, uh, people around? Have you had any more trouble? So sun, Sunday night, three weeks to the day, actually, um, I was finally starting to feel better about things like i had ordered my fences and i'm doing all these things to and we got additional cameras and so finally i I went to sleep and then i get a bunch of phone calls and they had actually come i don't know if it was them somebody came back with a truck this time and it was a truck full of people and it's all on video yet again and they came through about 1 30 in the morning but my my cameras do the spotlight so Mm. when they lit up they pulled away and then a few hours later this brand new f-150 was found 
not too, too far from our home, burnt. We're pretty sure it's the same one. So obviously that was a stolen one as well. And so I'm not sure if they came back for our pontoon boat or if they had come back for whatever reason. Or maybe they came back for a completely different reason. I'm not sure. But, yeah, they did come back Sunday. And then um, ASAP Fencing was kind enough to come out basically immediately and install my gates and my fence as soon as that had happened. So, so, Stephanie, you said you've been living on acreages, you know, over 20 years now, and, and up until this point, you hadn't been fearful about it. You you were pretty confident. You had your security systems in place and, and all of that. But despite the security system, um, this this still happened. Uh, they came back. How are you feeling now? Um, honestly, I am, I'm good at home. Like, when I'm at home, I'm fine uh th- there's been a lot of company over the last three weeks we've we've had lots of people around or some of the guys want to spend the night out there just to watch and and so that's been great but when i'm away i have i'm glued to my phone i'm glued to my cameras every time the every time it goes off i'm checking what's going on if there's mm-hmm. someone there um the first week because the day after it happened we had actually ordered our fences and the Procom, I think it was, was coming out to mark the line. Yes. But I wasn't sure, like, they weren't supposed to be there for, I I think, another week or so. And I didn't see any markings on the car, and it showed up on the Friday. They had shown up, and I had no idea who was in my driveway, and it was just, my heart just stopped. And so, of course, immediately on the phone with my neighbors, so then they go and check it out, and and then they figure out that this guy is there just to mark the line. And and then everything was calm again, but I, I for sure have a lot of anxiety being away from home not so much at home where i can watch yeah. yeah, Stephanie. Um, so your, your acreage is out in uh, Parkland County. Is it is yes. it a subdivision of acreages that sort of yes. thing or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Scary, scary stuff. And I think so many of us are absolutely terrified. Um, it doesn't matter if you live on an acreage, if you live on the edge of the city, or if you live in your home. What right. happened to you and what you went through um, is, I, I think, a, a nightmare for all of us. We've been talking on this show for a long time, and my text line right now but just blowing up about concerns about rural crime um what do you think you know given what you've gone through um what would you like to see happen to improve the safety of those living in our rural communities in our rural areas well there, there's definitely like there's things you can obviously do for yourself the fence the, the alarm system the cameras and so on and so forth but we need a, a, a larger police presence if, mm-hmm. if I'm driving down that road every day and there's five of us um, in my office, actually, that live all kind of down in that one area, and if we're not seeing any RCMP patrolling, then mm. the criminals are not seeing any RCMP patrolling. And if they're, if they're thinking that this is, a, this is fair game at this point, there's nobody going to be yeah. around. We have at least 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever the response time is going to be. They're, they're not going to be as eager to do that if they're seeing police patrolling these areas. And I understand that there's a shortage, and I understand it's funding, and, and I don't claim to know what the funding is behind the scenes, but we need more. And I don't know how you're going to go about doing it. I have many ideas, but, I, but we need a bigger police presence because it's happening too often. And I've even gotten, I've gotten hundreds of emails and messages since it happened of people telling me their stories and and whether or not they were violent or not violent, 
thankfully most of them that I've heard have not been violent. It's still an invasion of privacy and these are still your things that you've worked for and then somebody comes in and just takes them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do, you, do you look back and and uh, think, oh my gosh, you know, coming in and <laughs> you pull into the driveway and you're like, get out of my yard, you know, sort of stuff. Would you handle it differently next time? Would you immediately <laughs> call nine? Well, you know, when, and I know, and not to, and I'm not second guessing or anything like that because I think a lot of us would show up there and go, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, and then, what, oh what my the gosh, they've got like, yeah. right? Yeah, um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I definitely would not have pulled into the driveway I feel yeah. like I would have kind of creeped out and just called immediately like called the police as yeah. it, at that point I didn't realize it would be anything like an emergency but um, uh, would I have handled it differently I I don't will know. you if it happens again I guess will you if, yeah. if you come home next time yeah call next 911 time, immediately well, the the nine one one immediately part would definitely happen, but I, I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have other ideas well, in mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I'm seeing those ideas show up on the text line as well, yeah, Stephanie. Yep. Stephanie, <laughs> <I'm> I, <sure laughs> <you are. laughs> I want to thank you for sharing your story because when we can hear a firsthand account of what is happening in the province and in our communities, I, I think it just drives it home so right. much, right? Instead of just you know reading about it. So thank you for that, and I'm. Glad glad that you're safe and that I that I hope that um, you will continue to feel safe and and become feeling more safe uh, you know when you're when you're not at home as well thank you for this and um, take care of yourself okay thank you so much yeah, Stephanie Fodchuk joining us this afternoon, a Parkland County resident who held a gunpoint uh, on, on Father's Day as uh, she was returning home from a lunch. Now, your stories, let me know at 780-496-0063. We know Statistics Canada shows that the crime rate in rural Alberta is 38% higher than in urban areas of the province. Uh, the UCB government has known this and has been working towards trying to fix that since they came into power. We've talked with Doug Schweitzer on this show in the past about that.